0: Am uh, Oh, yeah. All right, I'm trying not to get too excited because I'll just blow these speakers up. I get fired up, and I love um, just, oh, man, I just get this on, and I want to call attention in here, but I'm not going to do that. We're, we're good. We're so glad you're here today. We just want to honor the veterans today with the service, and also, I believe that with all my heart, God's going to deposit something in your life today that's just going to continue to help you develop and grow and to answer the call that he's placed on your life and reach the goals. And I'm just excited this morning, so let's pray. Father, I just thank you this morning that you would have your way in this place. Father, today we honor the veterans all across the United States, Father, whether home or abroad in other countries. Father, today we ask your blessing upon them and their families who've made this massive sacrifice, those who've gone before and those who will go after. But Father, we thank you today that right here, right now, there is a call of duty. There's a call on each and every one of us that is in here today, each and every person that is watching on the video screen. Father, I thank you today that your anointing would be upon them to accomplish the vision and mission that you place in their hearts for your glory in the earth, Father, we thank you today that you're still the healer. You're still more than a conqueror in our lives, Father. Today, I thank you that you truly will have your way in this place in Jesus' mighty name. Everybody shouted, "Amen, amen." amen. Well, I'm excited this morning, if you can't tell, just a little bit excited. But um, I brought the old, the old Smokey the Bear hat. Most of the time in the Marine Corps, you're only allowed to wear that hat if you were, one, a drill instructor, or two, you were on the Marine Corps rifle team. Since I didn't get to be a drill instructor, I figured the only way I could get that hat was to uh, be fortunate enough to be in the right place at the right time, and I was selected to shoot for the Marine Corps rifle team. So it was just an honor to be a part of that group, and um, I'm honored today. I'm honored the pastor, and Pastor Sue asked me to uh, bring a message because I was uh, in the Marine Corps. I did not... Thank God I did not have to go um, to war. Uh, I was in at a time where we thought I thought I might have to go, but, and you're trained and you're ready and you do what you're asked to do. But for all of those who did have to go uh, see things that they wish they never saw and not able to forget, my, uh, my heart and my just thanks and gratitude ensures the rest of you go to all those men, women, and families. Some of them paid the ultimate sacrifice with their life. And so we want to honor them today um, together and it's just, uh, it just makes me so grateful and thankful to live in the United States of America. Amen. 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 Be thankful this morning that we live here and even in the midst of all the, the political chaos and turmoil, there's a greater calling. There's a greater mission in the earth. And so this morning, I want to bring an encouragement. I want to bring inspiration and motivation to you to answer the, God, the call that God's placed on your life. So if you look at the front of your outline this morning, uh, this is one of my favorite scriptures, Joshua 1, 8, and 9. If you brought your Bible this morning, you can just, I don't know if that comes up anymore, but we know what this is, right? We stand on it, we believe it, we confess it, we pray it, and we live it. Amen? Amen. 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 So, Joshua 1, 8, and 9, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it when? Day and night, that you may, excuse me, observe to do all that is written in it. For then, everybody say then, then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. So, a couple keys there. We meditate on his word if we're going to be successful, if we're going to reach. Our goals and reach our dreams. If we're going to see and have what God says we can have, we're going to have to meditate on His word. We're going to have to claim His promises. We're going to have to have a confession and a declaration that agrees with His word. Then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid or dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Amen. That's this morning. I want that just to keep ringing in your hearts and minds that freedom. And freedom did not come without a fight. Everything, when you look around from before and you look to the future and you look at everything, even throughout the Bible, there was promises to God's people, but they didn't just land on them. He said, I've given you this land, but oh yeah, by the way, there's some giants there. Oh, did I forget to mention they're big and strong and mighty, but don't worry about that. It was like us today, right? God's saying, we got, I want you guys to do this, this, and this. And by the way, you're going to have obstacles. You're going to have opposition. You're going to have lots of things coming against you all along the way. But be a good cheer because I've overcome the world. Don't worry about it. Smile. Realize that we have been given everything we need. So there's freedom Do not come without a fight. And there's no such thing as service without sacrifice. God's calling us all to serve. He's calling us all to engage and, and take part and be a, a player in this game of life. In, in this kingdom of God, there is a great and awesome opportunity for each and every one of us. We don't, you don't have to be uh, some special, gifted, talented person who God, God uses anybody. Look at me. <laughs> Look at me. He can use me. This morning, I woke up. Speaking of opposition, I woke up this morning to a little opposition. First thing this morning, I wake up and I was excited about getting ready for the message and praying. And and by the way, just so everybody knows, the reason your outline didn't print out right was because of me. Okay, just in case anybody's wondering. It wasn't the back office. It wasn't anybody else. it It was yours truly. So, there is, there, <laughs> there is anything important on there, we'll make sure you find out about it. But this morning, I wake up, and I'm looking through my old uniforms. And I'm like, okay, let's see, who do I want to dress up as? How, how do I want to do this this morning? And then it really came quickly, like, well, there, I don't know if I can fit in any of these uniforms. But, <laughs> but I didn't really want to say that out loud. You know, I still was kind of, you know, having some real good positive confession and you know, God, you're good. I think this would be fun. You know, I asked Brenna, and she's like, yeah, well, borderline cheesy, but that's okay, because I just wanted to honor the veterans this morning. But, so the first thing Brenna says this morning, she says, well, honey, are you sure you're going to fit into any of those uniforms? (laughs) Get behind me! (laughs) I tried on one, and I was about two inches short from making the buttons. I'm like, oh, that one's out. Trying on another one. I'm like, mm. Remind me of a few years ago when Matt asked me to put on one of my uniforms, and I was, like, trying to get rubber bands and, you know, those ratchet straps. <sighs> I can get this thing on at least a few inches. I'm only 10 or 15 pounds heavier than I was when I was in the Marines. But, man, I'm, I feel good. No, so, overcame that obstacle this morning, hurt my feeling a little bit, but it's okay, because I do, I, I was still on a mission. Then I get downstairs, I'm going to iron it up, and Jane, so nice, says, "Jad, don't you think you should try it on before you iron it to make sure it fits? <laughs> hey, what is going on here? I know I put on a few pounds, but come on. So I fit, in. amen, Who's did it. Freedom did not come without a fight. The promise didn't come without a fight. Joshua and Caleb, they had to go get their mountain. They said, give me my mountain. God made the promise. He gave them the equipment. He gave them the courage. He gave them the boldness to go and do it, even after all those years. Amen. This morning, I did a quick, so if, if I'm wrong on any of these um, I'm not saying they're all 100% accurate, but this was a quick search, was the Air Force's motto was fly, fight, and win. Is that still true today? Is that the right one? Coast Guard was semper paratus, Latin phrase, meaning always ready. The National Guard, always ready, always there. The Army, it used to be be all you can be. And then in 2006, Army strong. Amen. we're we're, we're just recognizing them all this morning. Navy was not self, but country, and it wasn't ever like an official slogan. It says, but that's what they've pretty much been known for and adopted. Is that right? Is that right? Is is it? Is that is that accurate? Is there another one? Because I couldn't find much on the actual the Navy's slogan, but they never really had one. But that's what everybody says. The Marines was Semper Fidelis, always faithful. The Few, the Proud, a force in readiness. As Christians, we have. Slogan. We have models. We have promises. We have things that we stand on that we're known for. We're a light in the darkness. We're more than conquerors. We're not. We're the head, not the tail. What are we saying about ourselves? You're coming over, not under. You're in front, not the back. You're children of the King. Amen. I loved. I loved. um, uh, I loved. You guys read the emails that Pastor Tim sends out during the week? Yeah. Oh man, they're good. If you haven't been getting those, make sure you sign up on those connect cards. I'll, I'll share just a brief thing on it in just a moment. If I can find a, if I can find where I put that. Okay. I do have it. So freedom didn't come without a fight. The kingdom of God. What is our confession, our progression, our promise and promotion? Think about, think about this sequence of events. The kingdom slogan is for this cause, for this cause. For this cause, you were born. For this cause, you're here in the right place at the right time, ready to do the right thing for the king of kings. Jesus came to seek and save that which was lost. He's the king of kings and he has a purpose through each and every one of our lives. Came to save. You and I were ambassadors. I'm not here representing the United States Marines today. I I, I signed up, I, I served, and I was released from active duty. Some of you may be representing the government here today. You may not be. But if you're here today and you've called on the name of the Lord, you're representing the King of Kings. You are an ambassador for his glory. And he's giving you equipment. He's giving you weapons. He's giving you everything you need that pertains to life and godliness. You don't have to feel like you're lacking. You don't have to feel like you're not good enough, that you can't do it. Because he can do all things. We can do all things. What? Through Christ who strengthens us. Amen. He's given us something on the inside, and he speaks to us by his Holy Spirit so that we are equipped to handle what he's given us. Amen. You're an ambassador. Think about that. You're an accredited diplomat sent by a country as its official representative. Think about that. We are, it says we this, we, we are, we are here. How's that go? Help me out, somebody. You guys know what I'm talking about, don't you? We're in the world, but not of the world. Thank you, Lord. You're the only ones helping me this morning. <laughs> Woo, thank God for the Holy Spirit. Wasn't getting any help. In the world, but not of the world. What does that mean? You're sent here. This is not our home. Heaven is our home, right? We're sent here for a purpose. In the world, Jesus said you're in the world, but you're not of the world. We're from a different kingdom. Amen. And so you have equipment, you have gifts, you have talents, you have abilities, and most of us aren't tapping into all of them. If you are, since we're talking about Veterans Day, if you are in the military and you're in a specific branch of service, there's certain things that you are responsible for, you're called to do, you have a role, you have a mission, you have a purpose. I don't know about all the other services, but in the Marine Corps, number one was mission accomplishment. Mission accomplishment, what is the mission? What is the goal here? What are we doing? And everything around that mission was given to you for your success. For your, I mean, was there guarantees? Absolutely not. But they gave you everything that they thought you needed and even didn't think that you might need so that you you could succeed in accomplishing the mission that was given to you at that point in time. And God, how much more God Almighty Do you think he's going to send us into battle? Do you think he's going to send you into your future, into your calling without equipping you? How much more can God do than just an earthly branch of service with a few hundred years of experience at most? We're talking about God who's the same yesterday, today, and forever. We're talking about God who says, the heaven and the earth are gonna pass away, but my word will never pass away. We're talking about God who says, I'm still the healer. I'm still the way maker. I'm still the one who will show you things to come. God prepares his people for victory, even in the midst of a fight, even in the midst of opposition, even when it looks like, everybody say, looks like. <laughs> even when it looks like. This is not what God would want right now or this is not part of his plan. All things work together for the good for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. You're in here this morning. You're in the right place. You're in the right time. You're in the right season. Some of you feel like maybe you're not quite doing what you're supposed to be doing. It's never too late. It's never too late to answer the call that he's placed in your life, amen? Jesus came to seek and save that which was lost. For the eye, I love this scripture. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth. See, God is still looking for recruits. He's still recruiting. He's recruiting right now. He's looking for more ambassadors for his glory that will be able to not get recognized, not be in the spotlight, but they will be prayer warriors. They will be people who engage and accept their responsibility and duty and calling to accomplish the mission that he has in the earth. And that's to reach the lost. That's to seek out and save that which is lost. God is looking to and fro throughout the whole earth. I love this. Let's get a hold of this this morning. God is an awesome God. He's a powerful God. He's not a wimpy, whamby, pamby, we're just going to see how they feel about that before we do anything. That's not my God. He's an awesome God. He's a powerful God. And he shows up and he shows off and he gets all the glory for it. He won't share it. He wants it all. And he deserves it all. All the, all, all the glory, all the honor, all the praise, whoo, goes to him. But when we do that, we lift him up, he said he start, keeps drawing them all to himself. If he says, if you lift up the name of Jesus, he's drawing them, he's drawing them, drawing them. Drawing them to who? Himself, because he's seeking and he's reaching, and he wants us to be his hands, he wants us to be his feet, he wants us engaged in this battle together. And people, some people think, oh, if I'm not engaged in that part of the battle, then I'm not important. That's a lie. Every single person, whether you're in a branch of service, or you're in the kingdom of God, or you're on a team, you can relate it any way you want. They're all valuable. And they're all important. So much as, in the Bible, there was a battle where King David was going to be sending out his men. And there was a lot of controversy because the people who went out to battle for King David were like, guess what? We get all the spoils, all the rewards come to the warriors. And the warriors were like, yeah. <laughs> and all the other people were being like, wait a minute. What about the rest of the camp? What about the rest of the people? What about the rest of the families here? And David said, the reward for those who go out to battle is the same. Everybody say the same. Same. For those who stayed in the camp. Because they still had a purpose. They still had a part to play. They still had things to do. And in the military, even though there's lots of different branches and lots of different things, the reward of freedom is for the whole entire United States of America. It's not just for those who are serving the military. It's not just for those who are, you know we recognize EMS and law enforcement and fire and, and all these other uh, and the police and all the, the sheriffs and everybody is making serving. You and I are ministers. we're ambassadors for his glory. The reward for the missionaries who reach lost people, go to different countries, the, the reward for the people who are in their prayer closet, who are just they don't think anything they're doing is very significant but it is don't ever listen to anything that tells you that what you're doing for god isn't matter much because i'm here to tell you today every and this is by the spirit of god every single position everything every every single place is when you're called by god and you're answering you you and i are going to get rewarded in heaven by our obedience to answering his call in our life I'm not gonna get rewarded for trying to be somebody who I'm not. I'm not. And thank God he can do what only he can do with or without me being perfect because thank God he can because I am far from it. His grace is sufficient. Thanks be to God that I can just say, God, First John 1, 9, one of my favorite scriptures. Thank you, Lord, you're faithful and just to forgive me and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Father, forgive me. It's one of my number one prayers. I make a lot of mistakes. And I'm not saying his grace is sufficient so that I can just have a license to go do whatever I want to do. But I'm telling you, we're, we're human. Our righteousness is through Christ Jesus. Not in your own works. We can go forward with confidence, with faith because greater is he that is in. Oh my gosh, I almost have somebody helping out here this morning. Greater is he that is in? Me. That's right. We got to believe that the greater one is on you, in you. That he still wants to do all things through you. That even when you feel weak, strong, his strength is made perfect in your weakness. So when we feel weak, sometimes we don't feel like doing it. We just stir up the gift of God. Stir up and say, God, help me stir it up. And watch him flow through your life. Amen. He's still looking. Did I even finish that scripture? I'm sorry. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong. That's where where I was going with that. He's a strong God. He's a mighty God, right? All right, back on track. To show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. Father, we love you this morning. We're loyal to you this morning. Yeah, we make mistakes. Yes. But Father, we just thank you for the opportunity to serve you, to live for you. It's an awesome, awesome thing. I am so grateful that when I was lost, he found me right where I was at. I'm so thankful that he found you right where you were at. You were far from perfect when he found you. I used to have this horrible concept that someday I'll be good enough and then I can go be a Christian. There's people who think like that. I did. Maybe I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but I think a lot of people had that concept at one point in their life. And it's a lie. Never good enough. And our own righteousness is as filthy rags before him. Our righteousness comes through the blood of Jesus. We're forgiven. We're free were redeemed by the blood of the lamb. His sacrifice made a way where there'd be no way. He's showing himself strong on our behalf. There's people out in this walls, in your neighborhoods, in your workplaces that God is reaching out to right this very moment. I believe in the midst when it's darker and darker, it gets brighter and brighter. It reminds me of Pastor Tim's, uh, his, his message this week on the email was, hey, I used to have a 10 speed motor or bicycle, and he had a light on it, and the friction from the wheel going faster and faster and faster, and the light would get brighter and brighter and brighter. I always wish we could get some more of those. Nowadays, I've got three strong kids. I'm going to hook them up to the side of the house, throw on a circuit breaker, and power up the lights, baby. (laughs) Well, Dad, my uh, my iPhone's not working right now. Get on your bicycle, son. (laughs) Video's not working right now, Dad. All right, honey, that's okay. There's a bike right there. Just a seat. You can watch the YouTube or Instagram or the TikTok, whatever it is that you're watching. Oh, <laughs> Slow down on the pedal. There goes the screen. Ooh. Hey, there'd be a lot less video watching, right? And all the parents are like, hey, man, we got to get those. We got re- to reinvent these things. I think, we're on- I think you're on to something. Powering up the house, when PGE goes out, we just get extra bikes. Hey, invite all your friends! We're having a party! Set up your own spin class in the living room, all connected to your electrical panel. Invite all the neighbors, come on! We got food, and we will have power after you get here. I'm serious, I like this thing. I think we got something going. It be like the neighborhood hub center, wherever you live. Put a little light that shines up, their power's out, yours is on. Come on over. He is still looking for men and women whom he can show himself strong. I'm sharp. This is something I, can, I claim over myself. I'm sharp. I'm accurate. I'm inspirational. I'm led by the Spirit. I'm in the right place at the right time, having everything I need that pertains to life and godliness. I hear His voice and follow His commands. Greater is He that is in me than He that is in the world. Just put that on your refrigerator and say that every morning. That's you. That's for you. That's for all of us. What are we saying? about ourselves, What are we saying about what, are we agreeing with him? Or are we just talking gibberish? Because that's what it is. If we're entertaining these other thoughts and ideas, God says we're to cast those down. They have no place in your life, no place in your brain, no place in your home. Cast down every vain imagination. It's warfare. Cast down every vain imagination that exalts itself. Well, I know that, but this was the diagnosis that I was given by the hospital. I know that, but you haven't seen my bank account. I know that, but you haven't seen how lost my friends and family are. I know that, but my car's broken down. And I know that, but we can come up with, I know that, but they all got coronavirus, so I'm probably gonna get it too. I know that, but... I know that, are we reasoning a way to reduce the value and power of his word based on what we're seeing? We walk by faith and not by sight. Are all these things happening? Is your bank account low? Is, are, did you get a diagnosis for something? I'm not saying those aren't true or accurate according to Whatever the paperwork says, I mean, I can say that I got millions of dollars in the bank account, but if it doesn't say that, it's, I can't go withdraw it. I mean, but that's not faith. Faith is calling those things not as though they were. Faith is agreeing with his word when all circumstances in reality of this present moment don't agree with it. We're not, you, are we, you guys understand what I'm trying to explain here? It doesn't look like that, but we say it, we confess it, we believe it based on his promises, based on his word and not the circumstances or situation. We say it because it's his word and he said, confess my word, meditate on my word. Then you're going to make your way prosperous and then you're going to have good success. We don't start confessing it after it's all happened. We confess it now. We believe it now. We say it now we're prosperous his hand is upon me he's guiding me his word is a lamp between my feet and the light into my pathway i'm about to get stealth mode right here i'm just like already right, just Phew. we're gonna sneak in we're gonna get and do we're gonna claim the promises there's a mountain yes i wish i could sit here and tell you yeah, i'd just go down the street and get your promises pull right up second window please grab your promises no you had to fight for the promises We meditate on it, we declare it, we speak it, we agree with it. I hope you guys are taking some notes. I put lots of lines in for your notes on this. You guys getting any notes? Just kidding, I'm just having fun. (laughs) It's okay to have fun in church. Yes, it's serious, it's loud, it's live, it's awesome. But it's also, God has a sense of humor, can you tell? I mean, come on, I looked at myself in the mirror this morning and I think, God, you have a sense of humor. (laughs) But it fits. Yeah. Woohoo! Brandon and Eli were like, man, that uniform looks new. I'm like, yeah, because I had a separate set only for inspections. Yeah. So what I did is I had all of my uniforms in my locker, and they do these sur- surprise inspections all the time. Come on in. I have all my uniforms. And I've never even worn it. It's brand new. All the ones I'm wearing, they get stuffed somewhere else. During inspection, they come in. Wow, that's pretty good. Go back. <laughs> they were there all the time. Perfect. Ready for inspection. Never messed them up. This one hasn't gotten shrunk yet, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and I am pretty sure that the old sizing is a little different than the new sizing. I'm just saying, I could be wrong, but I have, I have reason to believe, okay? The sizing is not equivalent to what it used to be. But that's just a side note. We seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these other things will be added unto you. Matthew 6, 33, if you're taking notes, put it next to it. Call those things not as though they were, 2 Corinthians 1, 20 through 22. For all, everybody say all. all, all the promises of God in him are yes and amen to the glory of God through us. Now, he who establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed us, who has also sealed us. Talk about being an ambassador. We got the seal. You've been marked, you've been anointed, you've been appointed. Woo, you're equipped to do everything he's called you to do. Hey, serving God can't be scary, yeah. right? You're just like, whoa, God, really? You want me to, what? He sealed you. He's anointed you, he's called you, he's appointed you, he's equipped you, whoo-hoo-hoo, yes! I can get excited about that because if I'm left to my own devices, I start doubting, I start fearing, I start, I start wondering. Yeah. I start reasoning. I started saying, yeah, God, that sounds great, but I almost flipped myself over. That brings a good point. This is the Holy Spirit. Listen to this. So I was in boot camp. There was this guy. Have you ever heard me tell the story of Toledo? Okay. Pastor Sue maybe has. It's been a long time, I think, since I talked about Toledo. Toledo. We were in boot camp, we are all just trying to survive. Marching, drilling, hiking, all this heavy stuff on. Our packs were pretty heavy, I don't know, somewhere between like 50 and 70 pounds probably. So, maybe not to some people, but to me it was a lot. I was never really a hiker. So, we're hiking and we're just going and there's this hill and they called it the Grim Reaper. It's down in Southern California and it's just this super steep, tall mountain and we all have packs on and we're all Lined up, like, super close. Like, you have to be able to touch the person in front of you and hold on to them. And the next person, you're just kind of just put your head down and pray that you can get to the top. And if you don't make it to the top, basically, they say that, I don't know if they actually did, but they say that they will recycle you back. So that you, instead of being uh, 12 weeks into boot camp and graduating at the 13th week, then you get cycled back another few weeks and you have to join another platoon. So it was a serious thing. But if you didn't make it or someone from your platoon didn't make it, they punished the whole platoon. So they said, yeah, we know that some of you can literally can't do this on your own, but we're going to make you do it anyway. And by the way, if not everybody makes it, yeah, not only do they get pushed back, but all of you are going to be punished. So Toledo, he's my like little buddy. And I was little too, but he was even smaller than me. And I'm like, dude, I don't know, Toledo. I think we're going to have to just get tough and get up this. And Toledo's like, no way I can do this. No way I can do this. No way I can do this. I'm like, you got to stop. You got to be like the little engine. Remember the little blue engine in the storybooks? I think I can. 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 You guys don't remember that one? It's one of my favorites. Little blue. That's why I was telling Toledo. I remember specifically just trying to motivate him. I think I can. You got to say it. When we don't know, when we don't see, when we don't feel, we got to think I can. Not in our own strength, but in him. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. I know I can. It's not a think anymore. I know that through him and his promises, I can do all things. Toledo and I. Toledo starts falling back first thing we take his rifle, then we take then we're sharing his load, we're sharing his pack, we're sharing all this stuff. next thing you know, we make it, we make it up the hill, we all made it up the hill just by the grace of God. we all made it, we all had different things and and I just I've, I'll, to this day I'll, I'll never forget I felt I was supernaturally enhanced with power and energy, like never before, before and never before since. I have not had that kind of energy, but I just felt like it was the Holy Spirit. I was like a locomotive. I was just cruising up that hill, and Toledo was hanging on my backpack, and I just, I was just unstoppable, but I asked God to give us the strength. I shouldn't have been surprised, right? But I was. After that, I remember we were going down Toledo got his pack back on. He was still exhausted. And I remember in front of me, somehow we got switched back up and I'm behind and next thing you know, he's on the ground. And I have the pack on and I remember I'm going up and I thought, I'm just gonna swoop him up. I know I can do this. It all happened super fast. I reached down to swoop him up and the weight of my backpack flipped me all the way over and I landed on my back like a turtle. (laughs) Help! And I just remember looking up, help! And then I got, got, one guy grabbed my one arm, one guy grabbed my other arm. They yanked me back up, throw me back in formation and we all just keep going. And the reason why I was sharing that is, was when you reach out to help people, sometimes Things are going to happen that aren't expected or anticipated. But don't let that stop you from reaching out. So the you know, last time I tried to help somebody, they were so ungrateful and mean, or they told me to mind my own business, or I tried to tell them about the love of God, and they said, just get out of my face, or you know, I wanted to pray for somebody. They said, no, there's going to be a lot of that going on when you reach out to help somebody who's down. Sometimes you're going to take some hits. Sometimes you're going to fall. But guess what? You're more than conquerors. There's always gonna be other Christians. There's always gonna be other people. God himself, by his Holy Spirit, will pick you back up and get you back in formation. Don't expect to make it through unscathed. Even when he gives you the power and ability that you didn't even think was possible. Because he will bring you back in formation. My heart was in the right place. Your heart's in the right place. You're gonna make mistakes still. Things are still gonna happen. Jesus promised in this life, we're going to have trials. We're going to have tribulations. You're going to have things going on. But he said, be of good cheer because He's overcome the world. He's he's not expecting to come through unscathed is what I'm trying to say. But he will give you the endurance and the power to overcome it and come through it. Is that clock broken? I feel like it's been like the same time for the last, I was like, whoa. What time is it? Okay. Just making sure I did the time change on this one. <clears throat> Whoa. Have a good lunch, everybody. No, you can I don't preach a long time. But the time really is? Eleven twenty. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. I'm not in a hurry, but I do like to get things done. Amen. All the promises of God. He has sealed us and given us the spirit on our hearts as a guarantee. He's guaranteed his word. His word's not gonna return void, but it will accomplish that which he sent it to do. There's, I, I'm not sure if there's anybody in here right now that is not facing something challenging right now in your life. Let's just bring it right down to where we live. Right now, I doubt there's anybody in here who doesn't, is not facing some type of challenge, whether it's in their body for healing, whether it's in their family, whether it's in their mind, in their will, their emotions. There's all these things. Right where we're at today, when you walk out of the service, you're gonna be dealing with something that you didn't wanna be dealing with. Is that true? And I get an amen? amen. Not that you want it that way, but I'm just saying. Life. But he's giving us the tools to succeed. He will give you the wisdom because he said, I will give you wisdom liberally if you ask for it. God, give us wisdom today. God, help us remember your word. Help us remember your promises. Help us to speak your word over these circumstances and not to agree with the problem, but to agree with your solution. His solution is, For every problem is to overcome, to succeed, to be a light for those around us. By faith, we understand. By faith, it's the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. I love that. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. We can't be afraid, we can't fear, we can't hide. He's called us to step out. We're not fighting against humans. Do we understand that? It's, we're not fighting against different, I mean, I know it's all the political stuff and I know all this stuff's going on. We're not fighting against different parties. We're not fighting against other people. We're not, it's, it's what we're, we're, we're fighting is the fight of faith. And there is an enemy that is not a person. It's the devil who is influencing people and the weapons of our warfare, it says, we don't fight against flesh and blood, but against princi- spiritual principalities and wickedness. And I, I probably didn't quote it exactly right, but you guys know what I'm talking about the scripture, A wicked, spiritual wickedness in heavenly places that are around the earth, wreaking havoc on lives and humanity. But God says, I I'm going to work through you. I'm going to work through you. I'm, we're, going to, we're going to work and we're going to, and we're going to fight. Because the, but the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God. And that brings me back to the original quote that we were talking about at the beginning of service, that we don't allow these vain imaginations. Pulling down, the scripture says, pulling down strongholds, every thought, imagination, we have to bring it into captivity that tries to exalt itself against the knowledge of God. What's the knowledge of God? His word, his promises, his plans. Every single one of us in this room and everybody who's listening all have gifts, talents, and abilities given to you by God. And God can develop those in your life for his glory. And there's nothing more rewarding, there's nothing more exciting than watching God work through your life And it's not just the big things, it's little victories. It's little things that he does that just blow your mind because he is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that works in us. I was driving home the other night and I was so silly. I left my phone on the bumper because I couldn't see the hitch and I'm trying to hurry home and I'm like doing the hitch and... Light my phone's on the bumper so I can see and I'm connecting everything and I'm just like oh, I gotta hurry up, get back on my bicycle so I can create some electricity for my house. I'm just kidding. But so I'm like in a hurry for no reason, but that's just like how I do it sometimes. So I'm going, 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 and I'm hooking everything up. Forget all about my phone on the bumper. My truck's a pretty smart truck, and I got a smartphone. And so it's connected to the Bluetooth this whole time. So I'm driving, ripping down Green Valley Road, doing speed limit, of course, especially because I have a trailer on the back. All of a sudden, my smart truck says, phone is disconnected. (laughs) And I just went, no! I think I almost started crying. I know it's just a phone, but it's just like all the stuff I have in there, all the people's phone numbers and all the stuff that I haven't backed up in a year or two or I don't know in the last backup. And I don't have the cloud storage and all this other stuff I should do. But anyway, I'm just like freaking out and I have a trailer so I can't turn around. Phone disconnected. That's all I know. I get up. I get up to the road where there's a turnout. I turn around and I'm like, I got to at least try to find it. It's pitch black outside. I turn around, and I see a little light on the side of the road in the gravel. It's my phone's Light is still on <laughs> in the gravel off the side of the road. I, mean, I don't know how it did. I mean, the trailer ran over. I don't know what happened. The case was gone uh, completely. The screen protector just looked like shattered and there's little road rash on each side, all the way around it, but the glass, I I pulled the old one off, I pulled, no crack in the screen, no crack in the back, just a little road rash. And I just went, only you God, thank you. Look for God in the small things. Look how, He, even when he doesn't look like, he's a way maker. Even when you do something silly. I wanted to say a different word. That's the truth, but I'm not gonna say it. Starts with an S. And you do something really S. God can still protect you from yourself. Thank God. I was just hoping I could do some kind of, you know, port to get the old stuff off. I was not expecting that. And I never would have found it. the little flashlight was on. Only God. Jehovah is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Jehovah is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? This morning... I want you to be encouraged. I want you to feel like Joshua and Caleb, strong and courageous, knowing that if he's called you to do it, he's equipped you to do it. He's anointed you, he's appointed you, he's gifted you, he's given you talents and abilities so that you can accomplish the mission that he's placed in your life for your family. His promise, his purpose, his plan. You're called, you're equipped, you're anointed, you're appointed. Yes, there's gonna be opposite, and there's gonna be obstacles, there's gonna be friction. There's gonna be challenges. There's gonna be time where you feel like the turtle on your back and you're flailing and God will send somebody to pick you back up. When you're down, when you're feeling weak, he's strong and you, will show off. Worship team, if I can get you to come back for just a moment as we close. Since it's, who knows what time it is. <clears throat> Nobody knows, right? Oh, yeah, but don't you think? Do you think that one's right? Oh, on the TV. Thank you for pointing that out for me, because I, I was looking at the old school clock, the ones with the numbers on it. What was that like analog and digital? That's old school, right? <clears throat> Something the pastor was telling me just a couple weeks ago before we, we had our pastor's appreciation, something that just came up on my spirit, is really back to the basics of your confession, your declaration. God, renew that in us. The simple things, the basic things. I think sometimes we think to accomplish great things for God We have to have some new, some revelation, some visitation from an angel who told us something in our prayer closet one day. Now, yeah, I pray pray you have some amazing experience. But don't miss out. Don't miss out on the every moment, the every day, the every minute that he's with you wherever you go, that he's speaking to you, that he's calling you, that he's walking with you, that he's talking with you. Don't wait until that moment on the mountain. Just every day is fresh. His mercy's new every morning. God's fresh. He's new. He's exciting. He'll strengthen you. He'll equip you. He'll give you everything you need. It doesn't mean it's going to be easy, but he's going to give it to you. He's got it in store. He's already laid up for us. And I'm excited to be a part of it. I'm excited to serve with you in this great kingdom of God. I'm excited that we all are under the slogan and the banner for this cause. Even in our weakness, even in our silliness, don't discount or discredit yourself in your value and purpose and role for the kingdom all matters we're all apart together that's what makes us great just bow your heads for a moment father this morning i know you're going to touch your people today i know that you're making a deposit on each and every one lord god and right now those there's some out here that have gotten bad reports they've they've got confirmation that there is Cancer. There is a growth. There's, I mean, all these different things. There's, there, there's things that are, that you, that in this service right now, people have gotten these reports. But as a body of believers, there's a corporate anointing. Jesus is still the healer. He's able to break every yoke of bondage. He's able to remove every disease. He's able to work miracles. Father, this morning, I thank you for financial breakthrough. Those are facing right now, this very moment. We thank you, Lord, that you're the way maker in finances, in people's lives. Father, they, they don't even have it. They don't have enough. But Father, you're the God of more than enough and we agree with them right now. We thank you that you're the way maker. Father, those that right now, that they, they need a healing in their body. There's something going on in their body that is contrary to their health and livelihood. Father, I thank you right now that you're still the healer. Why don't we all stand up and sing this together? And then I'm gonna pray for you right where you're at. Go ahead. Just go ahead and worship for just a moment. I believe God's gonna touch you this morning in a unique way. Open yourself up and be ready to receive that clarity. These clouds of confusion and chaos that have been swarming in your heart and mind have to go right now in Jesus' name.